trending news right now. Let's look at what's happened in social media in the last uh, 24 hours with Adekunle Owolabi, social commentator. Ade, how are you today? Hi, Asanda. I'm doing good. I'm yourself. I'm good. Thank you very much. And I'm glad we can hear you clearly and we've got a hold of you on time today. Uh, so that's on our side, our telephonic lines there in the UAE between there and here. But how's the week been so you, for you so far as we wrap it up? It's Thursday. It has been quite a busy one. And um, considering what has been happening on, on the other side of the world and looking at the market and um, food scarcity, commodity scarcity, and um, high food, uh, cost of food, and all sort of things, and that weather is getting uh, warmer, and we're bracing for the for the summer, the six month long summer. Uh, so it's, it's it's good. Uh, we can help with um, just adapt, keep adapting, and all that. Yeah, we have to adapt, and we're adapting to rain this side. So I'm glad to to know that you are having warmer weather. We'll li- live vicariously through you with that warm weather. It's been raining here <laughs> in Joburg, at least. But uh, let's talk today. Hashtag uh, Trevor Noah, the comedian. We, well, I wanted to say South African comedian, but he's an international comedian now. He's he's, spe- he's speaking out on uh, the issue between Kanye West and Kim Kardashian. And, uh, you know, they divorce and how it's been going and how Kanye has been handling it. And I actually love what he's been saying here because I don't think a lot of people have seen this angle to it. These are two very famous people. Of course, they've been in the spotlight. And I think especially because Kim Kardashian kind of chose to be in the spotlight with the reality show and she's seen to want publicity. This part of things was not really looked at. But he's focusing on how Kanye is harassing Kim Kardashian with his posts and everything that he's doing. He's even done done a music video uh, that he was not happy with, Trevor Noah, and we all should actually not be happy with. But tell us uh, in terms of what is the angle and the harassment that he's looking at in terms of Kanye to Kim. Uh, it's quite a, an interesting um, um, approach that um, Trevor Noah has taken regarding the, um, the, the current um, uh, continuous harassment that um, Kim Kardashian has been suffered uh, from Kanye West. And I, I like the way he, he broke it down, he unpacked this um, um, scenario. I mean, it's actually trying to draw attention, not just the American attention, but the global community, everyone, to actually uh, look at this situation from this um, handle of Kim Kardashian being a victim here. And this is someone that is persistently telling um, our ex-husband that she had enough and she wants to be left alone. And, 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 um, and of course, Kanye West, being Kanye West, is not back enough and he continues to, to, to harass her. He continues to try to get her attention. And, 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 uh, can, and, and Trevor did say something in, in the ending of, of, of his message, which is, I mean, he did say, like, can we imagine... Um, if Kim Kardashian cannot get away from this continuous harassment, why would you expect uh, ordinary women out there? What what are they going through? And it is it is quite um, um, shocking. Of course, um, Kanye West hasn't broken any law yet, but um, how do we approach something of this nature? He just tries to see when do we 
um, tells him when do we come to the help of international to be able to say um, she really needs help at this point in time and, and we can watch her enduring this this continuous harassment coming from her ex-husband. And it is, it is uh, looking at the, the, the situation, we, it's sort of like worried that should be in case something bad happened, you know, we don't we don't know what could what could go wrong from this. At least we would know that we have prevented it from happening than something bad had happened to either one of the parties, knowing that King um, Kanye West is not backing up and knowing the true state of his mental health as well. And and these are the things that um Trevor Noah is trying to draw the attention of the public to which I think is quite interesting, the twist. And he even shared his own personal story at it where women are not, uh, women are told to be, it's okay to go through certain things. It's okay not to worry about this. It is normal for a man want to want you back. Don't worry. All of this kind of situation. But when is enough? Yeah, is enough. when is enough? So because things do absolutely culminate and they build up. And I do agree that this deserves a little more awareness from the general public. This is not just an, a tabloid issue or, you know, some sensationalized story that we can all be looking at as entertainment. It needs a little more awareness from the general public. But as you say, how does one take this further? Because he's released also a, a, a music video where his character in the video, Kanye West, is chopping off the head of the current uh, love interest of uh, Kim Kardashian, Pete Davidson. I mean, surely that's not okay, but as you say, it's not illegal. So what can be done? I think, I think in, in, this, in this case, you know, we've, we've seen um, several scenarios where you will find um, someone getting a restraining order from against their ex-partners, and, and they would say you have to observe certain um, uh, perimeters from each other, and what if they meet in public places? What if they meet at a mall, at a shop, in the, in, in the at a concert, wherever it is? How do you draw the line? And in this case, you know, Kanye West knowingly knows the law, and and of course, you know, it's just something that is quite tricky. And I think for this situation now, I think friends. People that are close to them should be able to get involved now. If it's Kim's family, if it's Kanye West's closest friends, they need to now be able to come to his aid and try to see. Mm. He needs to uh, back off now before something drastic happens. And as you mentioned, I mean, you, there is a mental health issue. He's been open about that. We're not, you know, uh, sharing something that is uh, personal. He's mentioned that, and it's been reported many times. However, you know, at the same time, we need to think harder in terms of the questions we need to ask ourselves. We're not saying he's a bad guy. We know his mental health struggles. But as you say, there must be some intervention there. It, 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 I think most of it is on what so many women go through when they choose to leave a man who is not letting go. Because we know he's not letting go. He's been trying to win Kardashian over and back through you know, some public gestures and statements and all of that. And it should start a general public uh, conversation in terms of what happens with many women when they go through and what they go through when they choose to leave an abusive relationship or a partner that they just don't even want to be with anymore who's not taking kindly to that decision. I think, I think a part of, um, of Kanye West's ego is playing a part here as well 
because looking at the, the 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 relationship, I mean, from what we've seen, from what we've read, from what they've been put out there, and and it's just it's just kind of uh, worrying right now, and and knowing that you know he's also been seen, he's been you know photographed with other women as well, and 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 it's just. Kind of interesting. Who interestingly how... looked like Kardashian, Kim Kardashian, by the way. Mm-hmm. Side note, yes, sorry. <laughs> exactly, you know, and, and with that, it's just so, it's like someone now trying to eat their cake and have their cake at the same time. So I do not know how this is going to play out, but we really need to rally around and try to get um, Kanye West some help before something drastic get to happen. I mean, Pete is also trying to gaslight in a war with the comments on that uh, the pressure of messages has been released. And I think, and I think maybe he just feel like it's bad enough and he just want to give him a taste of his own medicine. And I think when you do things like that, it sort of escalates the situation beyond the, 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 the beyond the, 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 the case. And they should also think, I think they should also be able to look at they've got children together and they need to also put the children's yeah. interest first now and let go of their whatever interest that they might have. And absolutely, they have children together. I think that should send chills down everyone's spine, I mean, in terms of them and, and what they're choosing to do. Because Trevor Noah recalled his experience as a child. And, I mean, for him to remember it years into his life and, and recalling how he grew up in an abusive household in South Africa just speaks volumes in terms of how the children in these situations become the ones who bear the brunt of these fights and these tugs of war between their parents. How much of a weight, uh, Ade, do you think it would add to this conversation if more influential men, especially, spoke out against maybe their own experiences, sharing them like Trevor Noah did in this particular case? I think it would definitely have a little weight. And, and as you say, like the way uh, Trevor put this um, uh, word out there, he, he was actually careful as it might be misunderstood, and he didn't want to be misunderstood. And it was just know that we know Kim to be Kim for a fashion, for a public person. And, and I think we need to look beyond that now. We need to look at her being a person. And I think, um, um, I mean, everyone that has been sitting on the fence regarding this competition, like, hey, I really want to mind my own business. I don't want to get involved with other people's marriages and things like that. Yes, they may not necessarily have to come out publicly like uh, Trevor Noah, they need to get involved with them and, and get closer to them and try to see how they can save themselves from each other and be able to, you know, to get that help that they deserve. And um, because, as you said, they need to now begin to look at their children. They're not so young. They can remember, and, and all the things will be on the Internet, and when they grow older, how do we expect them to cope with the things that are being said? to one another and how their parents are throwing all of this out there. So it is quite important. They need to look back and take a few steps back and put their children's interest forward now. And then, of course, Kanye West goes and responds, and he's lashing out at Trevor Noah for his sentiments. What exactly was he saying? It's, you know, Kanye West is Kanye West. He would definitely going to push back. And um, and I know that's... I I think Trevor was expecting that as well. You... There's no way that is the ego. Kanye West got big ego, and um, and no disrespect, but that is who Kanye West is. Kanye West he, he needed to to to, to back at, at Trevor, and 
and um, he was not going to let uh, Trevor get away with it. And it's, it's just being kind of worse. Yeah, it was to be expected. All right, let's talk uh, moving on there. Hashtag Saftu, let's bring it home. Uh, the trade union is, has given, the SA Federation of Trade Union, Saftu, has given General Sec- Secretary Zuelin Zimavavi uh, a notice uh, on, uh, on uh, I think, end of business on today to give reasons why he should not be suspended. Why is he even facing suspension? Please give us background there. Uh, well, Zimavavi thinks this is... I think this is politically uh, uh, motivated. I mean, they, there's allegations of, of transgressions and, uh, and breach of the union's administration and financial policy. And, of course, they wouldn't disclose beyond that. And even Badi is saying he's not going to, to speak publicly about this until he has submitted his response. But one thing that stood out is that he really thinks where this charge is coming from, why... Is why why are they trying to get get it of him? And he thinks these accusations they are, they are quite vague and also, uh, substantiated. And he, he just thinks he finds them really wild as well, as I said. And and I and I just think what is really going on here? You know, and it's up to um, at this time of the day, at this time of you know, we need to need to be to look, okay. Does Ravi really have um, issues? Does he have uh, misconduct? Does he have this? Um, Findings is going to be found wanting truly, mm-hmm. and um, really need to. I'm just I'm really looking forward to, to his response um, to when he's going to hand over this to him. And um, um, it, 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 it's quite interesting to see being he's blaming politics on this, and he thinks he hasn't done anything wrong. Of course, but uh, I mean, uh, him facing misconduct and misbehavior in terms of a letter that he received, and he's confirmed that he did receive that letter to Times Live. It's not the first time, though, that he finds himself in trouble at work. In 2013, he was uh, accused by a Kosatu co-worker of sexual misconduct, and he had described that as uh, a consensual uh, brief intercourse that took place while, uh, well, well, whatever. He went on to say, but it was a consensual brief intercourse. So he was ultimately expelled from Kosatu in uh, 2015. How much weight do you think that will have on the making a decision on this new issue? Uh, well, it, it 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 depends on how 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 bad they want to get of him, and they might begin to to look back in time and begin to look for things that they might have overlooked over over the years and and over time, obviously. And it 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 it, it, it depends on whatever it is. Be is this really political driven, or is it just they tired of Barry now, or has it really? Um, um, really uh, committed these offences at, at law, and of course he, he continues to present his um, uh, findings or his report, and uh, and have to present their findings. And if they have to drag it to CMA or if it's going to go to the court, obviously probably the court, then we will see how it ends up. I mean, they might bring these things up, and and um, it depends on how many people want to want him out and, and how bad and how quick they want that to happen and knowing that he, he needs to hand in that letter by the end of today, it also speaks volume on the urgency of uh, how things need to be uh, to be done. Yeah. Let's uh, move a little away from the country, but staying in the continent, uh, talking Somalia. So there's still no date for parliamentary elections there in uh, Somalia. Uh, and this is obviously going to be another delay in the electrical in electoral, sorry, process. Tell us more. 
it, you know, we can't really blame blame them, but it's, it's, the situation is kind of sticky. And, and knowing that um, they, 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 they were supposed to have actually uh, worked on this deadline was uh, was Tuesday, and 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 that didn't happen. And the question now is, is what is what is uh, the future of, of Somalia? What do they want? And 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 right now. Um, knowing that this is supposed to have happened, and and the hours actually in the election, this is actually supposed to be um, um, a movement, a, a, a move forward, a movement for all movement for them, for them to say a progression to say, okay, we now need to begin to build the country, knowing the, the the hand clashes that have happened in the country, knowing the history, the the repeated postponement, and this is not even the first postponement that it has. And, and it's actually making the international community to look, um, um, if I would say, looking confused. Yeah, how do we approach things? And knowing that uh, Somalia had issues, and across the, the sea, Yemen had issues as well with the Houthi rebels and 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 and, and uh, the the Al Shabaab and uh, the being stronghold in, in Somalia. There's just so many issues happening around. And they know that when this election, this our parliamentary election is, is being gone through, passed through, it is actually going to stabilize Somalia. And they actually are planning to have a base there as well for the operations that they were having in in, um, in, in Yemen. So it, they, it's, it's quite important that this is actually done to for them to for continue the peace transition, the peace movement there in Somalia. All right, and uh, how will this be uh, resolved, I wonder, because, I mean, there's honestly uh, quite a lot that the country has been struggling with, facing insurgency by Islamist Shababs for 15 years. Yeah, it is, it is, it is quite a long time, Alexander. And, um, I mean, the, I think knowing that um, even the African Union, they have also been playing a part as well in helping how to resolve this issue. Of course, the UN envoy, they have also been trying to see how they can, you know, intermediate to, to fix to fix whatever it is that can be fixed because their their region is, is a key region for uh, cargoes, for trade, and, and it's also been causing a lot of instabilities as well in Kenya, neighboring country Kenya as well. And and um, they believe if they can restore uh, the order in, in, in government in Somalia is going to really help the, the UN um, envoy to be able to see how they can help them to, to, to flush out this insurgency there in Somalia. So this is, this is really critical for, for, the, for the region, and um, we can only open and, and, and see if there is anyone to talk to, if there's any negotiation, if there's anything that needs to be done for this to be to, to fasten the, to fast track the process. Okay, let's come back home then. Uh, hashtag Herman Mashaba. Let's talk the Action SA leader. They, I mean, he's uh, putting a middle finger to unemployed South Africans. He's saying that uh, he's got an issue with DA's amnesty proposal for foreigners. Well, that's the headline, the middle finger, according to Timesline. So he's criticizing the DA's proposal to grant undocumented migrants amnesty. Um, it, you know, we, we're not surprised that... Uh, that, that has been the view of Aman Mashaba for, for, for Parewa and also the Action Essay group as well. He, he thinks if they're going to do that, it's a slap in the face 
for, for South Africans, you know, taking me on unemployed Africans. And, and I think if we were to look at it, as, uh, I think South Africa being, being um, I would just take that word, uh, battle pale, it means putting people first. And, and I don't see anything that says putting South Africa first. It says putting people first, if I'm correct. Okay, but mm-hmm. well, you see, the, the, we need to begin to look at it differently and not as politicians. And, 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 and that is the way we should be looking at this situation. It is quite tricky with Operation uh, Dejula being on a crusade everywhere, being the bean taker, Lenny over the weekend, the bean to Alexandra, he will go all over the place. So I think um, Amman Mashaba's comment, it, 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 it's not really fair. And to be to think to see it in that way, and I think they look at it from a different angle because knowing that um, some of those people that are being called um, um, illegal foreigners, and some of them have been actually been made illegal in the country due to people being not being renewed, and and quite a lot of um, backlog from the home affairs as well. So we need to begin to look at it from a different angle. But his comment is sort of predicted, and, and we're, not, we're not surprised by Aaron Mashaba saying that. And, um, of course, he thinks uh, foreigners, um, illegal foreigners, need to leave the country to be able to create opportunities for the unemployed South Africans. Do you think this is uh, pointing a middle finger to the 13 million unemployed South Africans, as Mashaba is saying, the Action SA leader? Um, I do not really agree with that because what the DA has proposed is to be able to actually provide some sort of amnesty to to, to the illegal foreigners. We should also know that some of these uh, people they've spent considerable amount of time in South Africa. Some have been there for 20 years, 15 years, 10 years. They're married. They have children. They have businesses. They have family. They have ties to South Africa. So it is it's almost. Um, it, it will be, it will be, um, it will be bad if I will put it to just take them, arrest them, and deport them just like that. And DA is looking at ways to to reintegrate them back into the country. Okay, let them go, let them reapply, and those that can stay, they can find a way to work amnesty for them, depending on the on their cases, depending on their how complicated it may be. And 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 I think a lot of people do not understand the word undocumented migrant. And I can tell you that. And the word has been thrown around loosely all around the places, but they haven't really understood how does one become undocumented? How does one become illegal in a country, knowing that they were legal when they came into the country? People feel on the plane to get into the country. Yes, most Zimbabweans there have been said that they crossed through the border. Yes, but there are people that are illegal in the country um, but they were legal at some point in time, and that is the conversation they need to begin to have and begin to understand. And the government has made laws and to, to support this motion as well, but I think I do not necessarily agree with uh, Amara Sheva's uh, comment that it's not really uh, a middle finger to the 13 million unemployed Africans, no. Yeah, well, let's just also reiterate that Mashaba is saying that South Africans as much as they have a right to be frustrated, but they should not take the law into their own hands and is blaming uh, all of this towards the ANC, saying it's uh, the anger of South Africans is misplaced and the ANC is, is uh, who sh- should be blamed in terms of the, them not putting regulation and uh, not foreign nationals either are to, pr- are to blame. 
the request from Musi Maimane, the invitation to engage him, this Action Essay leader, Mashaba, in debate, being turned down on these uh, immigration issues. Uh, what do you make of uh, that one? He's quite vocal on his own, but he doesn't want to talk uh, in terms of debate on this issue. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's quite surprising, you know, but I mean, I think it's been great to see to see that debate happen. And um, and I think, it's, um, I think it's something that needs to happen. And if I may say, there is going to be a debate by the end of the month, uh, organized by the, by the government, the government of African culture, actually, regarding this issue. And I think maybe they might just extend the invitation to either one of them and see if they will take, take on that invitation and, and, and get to share, get to unpack this, this, um, this issue that is, we've been dealing with, I don't know, for how many weeks now. And we need to get to that stage where we need to begin to discuss about it. Because if we don't discuss about it, somewhere, somehow, it, it is going to explode, explosion of emotions and actions, and we do not know how bad it may escalate to. So we need to begin that conversation now before things go out of hand. Mm. Let's end off uh, with uh, sports. Uh, Bafana Bafana, they have named the 23-man squad for this month's friendly against uh, Guinea and France. We're going to be facing a South Africa-Guinea in Belgium on March 25. Uh, the squad, what do you make of the announcement made on Monday? Um, it's, a good, it's a good uh, squad. Uh, we, 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 we have to put our uh, support behind Bafana Bafana this time. It is um, quite an interesting one, and um, we've seen in, in the in, in the forward we've seen Tetsao, and uh, we've seen Lakay, we've seen Makoba, so we've seen Fosa, and also in in, in, in the defence we've seen Masheko, we've seen Modi, Mudau, uh, Shandu, and these are these are people that are actually they are informed, and we cannot doubt their form, and they're performing greatly in their club, and and uh, Keegan Dolly in the midfield. And we've seen uh, Mokwena as well, Tatang Monari from Orlando Pirates. And, this, and I, think it, it, we, I think he took his time and he's willing to observe these players knowing how they've been playing. And, and I think we, I think that Bafana Bafana would, would come out um, uh, victorious out of it. And Guinea is quite a strong team. And um, it's a good test. It's a good way to, to, to see... Uh, how the, I, I would just assess the form on the South African side. Sometimes we, we think we're informed and we get to meet this, uh, the opponent and we realize, oh, we, that was the fourth alarm. We were not really informed. But um, mm. I, I've really taken my time to look at the players. I think they, it, 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 it's done it really well, good selection this time. Of course, some other people might disagree, but um, I think it, 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 it's a good choice. Of course, I think most focus goes to the goalkeepers. I don't know what you think. Do you focus on the goalkeeper of the, or, or the striker or the defenders? I, I normally look at the, the goalkeepers. Earmarked are Ronwan Williams from Supersport United, Bruce Vuma from Kaiser Chiefs, and from Amazulu, Uveli Motwa. What do you think? I, I didn't want to comment on the goalkeepers because I'm a, <laughs> I'm a Pirate fan. That's why. Okay. <laughs> That's why. Uh, okay. It's a good one. All right. It's a good one. All right. So thanks very much then. Ade, let's leave it there for today. Have a great weekend. And uh, uh, in South Africa, it's going to be a long weekend. The 21st of March on Monday is a public holiday, Human Rights Day. 
so yeah, wow. we're gonna have a nice long weekend. So you get nice weather, we get a nice long weekend. <laughs> That's one of the times where I miss home. Yeah, thank you so much, Osanda. It's always good to to, to be on on the show. Thank you. Awesome. We appreciate you very much. Adekunle Olabi, social commentator, joining us from the UAE, discussing our trending news.